0: Hokel's gun laws get shot down in flames. Slow Joe uses a tragedy to push a left wing agenda, and Baldwin is back in the news. This is the Loaded Mike, and I'm Dan Wass. An intense battle over the Second Amendment rights of New York citizens continues as appointed Governor Hokel gets reminded Yet again, that she's not the boss of everyone. National Gun Rights Organization's gun, gun Owners of America came back with a second attempt to shut down the unconstitutional Concealed Carry Improvement Act implemented by the anti-gun legislature in Albany. For the second time, a judge declared that the package of gun laws to be, was to be unconstitutional, but this time standing was granted and the state of New York was commanded to obey the law. Unfortunately, the Democrat-dominant New York State legislature has consistently made every attempt to violate the rights of the people it represents. Now, after the landmark decision by Judge Clarence Thomas in the New York State Rifle and Pistol versus Bruin case, the non-elected governor decided to lay down the new package of very restrictive gun laws called the Concealed Carry Improvement Act. Now, the law included such requirements as three years of social media activity, um, new sensitive locations where gun possession was outlawed, and several other requirements that would essentially prevent the carry of concealed firearms by New Yorkers. Now, the law also prevented the ability of good people to defend themselves against the violent criminals the state legislature consistently releases from prison in New York State by essentially creating a victim-predator society. Now, most recently was the stabbing of a New York Fire Department EMS Lieutenant Allison Russo Elling by a deranged lunatic. Not even one month after Hochul's new package of disarmament laws went into effect. So after. Failing to achieve an injunction during the first attempt to halt the law from going into effect on September 1st, 2022, GOA came back with a vengeance and achieved a restraining order resulting in statewide praise by New York gun owners and residents. U- U.S. District Judge Glenn Sotheby struck down the following components of the law, requiring businesses, um, one, one was to require, requiring businesses to openly state that they allow Uh, concealed carry, uh, but basically deeming private property gun-free would have allowed the state of New York to make a decision for private property owners that they are perfectly able to make for themselves. Another thing was the requirement of applicants' household members' personal information. And then disclosing one's uh, social media accounts for review prohibitions on caring in most so-called sensitive places, including doctor's offices, Times Square, restaurants, places of entertainment, and on public transportation. They also wanted in-person interviews with law enforcement. So Eric Pratt of GOA, the senior vice president, issued the following statement. He said anti-gunners like Kathy Hochul and Eric Adams lied and misrepresented the Second Amendment to the courts putting New Yorkers at a great disadvantage in the midst of rising crime. We are grateful to Judge Sotheby, he said, for his quick action to restore the right of the people to keep and bear arms. He went on to say, once the TRO goes into effect, GOA encourages New Yorkers to exercise their their rights and defend themselves and the ones they love, end quote. So a lot of... uh, a lot of uh, great news here. Um, for our Second Amendment, um, even Judge Sotheby uh, said that um, uh, by doing by doing so with this law, uh, it further reduced a, f- a, f- a first-class constitutional right to bear arms in public for self-defense, and it turned it into a mere request. So um, Judge Sotheby uh, really recognized the um, you know the unconstitutionality of this law, and we appreciate that very much. So, so here we are um, on the loaded mic to talk about this, and I wanted to get uh, Anthony Deso's opinion here. Anthony, what's going on? What's up? So, um so what do you think? So, we here. Let me just give it back in bullet points. We had horrible New York laws, right? Then we had. The Supreme Court come down and smack the New York State Legislature over the head with the Constitution and say, "No, you can't do that." Then Hochul comes back again and says, "Well, we're, then we're going to do. We're going to create all new laws." And then <laughs> GOA goes in to try to stop it, and they 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 weren't able to the first time, but the judge said it was unconstitutional. They just didn't have good standing. So then GOA comes back in again with new plaintiffs and finally gets uh, in a, a restraining order on the law. So right now, Hochul is shot down in flames. And um, what do you think?
1: Well, it's great news for me and you and everybody that carries. What is she up to next? Okay. What is she up what to next? What do you next? think? What do you think, She already gonna... has it. She already has her plan. She's going to throw something back out there and do it again. Just gonna be a, it's gonna be a recurring revolving door of court cases because this woman's a psycho. She's, I, I she's a little. She's literally a psycho, crazy liberal, who doesn't care about anyone's safety. When you look at that FDNY lieutenant who just literally yeah. lost her life for no. Did you reason. see?
0: Her? Did you see that video? Yeah, just horrible.
1: We, we won't even play it no, on the show. No reason for that woman to lose her life
0: because Hochul just <clears throat> She loves crime. She loves it. You gotta wonder. I mean. <sighs> They know that the the policies they put in place create more violence. They know. I mean, how could you not? I mean, you have to really be stupid to not see what you're.
1: But why are the stupid people who vote for them not seeing? That's the most disturbing part of this whole thing. You got. I don't care what side of the fence you're on. Liberal, conservative, independent, Green Party, Purple Party, whatever you want to. How can you not see what this woman's doing? Or, Or Tamir Adams. He's a mental case. Oh God! But I think he's kind of seeing where Hochul's going. He's kind of, his city's a mess. He's starting to recognize. He's starting to recognize liberal, that she's literally crazy. Yeah, I know, and and she's making him look bad.
0: Yeah, he's even starting to push back on the violence. Um, so maybe that will help. But I, I think you know what, who we really have to blame are the ignorant Democrats who keep voting for this crap. New York City. They are to blame. They're the people who live among us too. There, there are next door neighbors. There are people, you know, there are even sometimes even family members. Mm-hmm. They, I don't know why they do it, but the results of a voting Democrat in this day and age are totally destructive. And when you have people, people that you know, and people that you, like I said, even sometimes family members or friends, um, you know, yet we have to help them see because I think really, I think they've been brainwashed. I think yeah. the media really has oh, done yeah. a number I on them.
1: COVID has definitely made people brainwashed. They believe everything that the media is telling them. Yeah. And Me, they, I don't believe any of it.
0: I don't believe any of it either. I, I, but then these people also think because they're also part of the brainwashing is really interesting is that they're. Not only are they given wrong information, because you think, oh, if they, they got wrong information and then, you know, when they see the right information, they'll change their mind. But no, they're also taught to believe that they are intellectually superior and they know better. So if you take on that that notion that you are smarter than other people, you're more sophisticated, you are you know, morally superior, if you take that on, it's much harder for you to admit that you're actually a fool who's been following nonsense the whole time. So because they, they don't want to, well, I, I believe I'm smarter than everybody else, they would think, and it's harder for them to, you know what I mean? Yeah, they, they can't think for themselves. Yeah, they can't think for themselves, and it's just, it's so funny because they have all these arguments to, to support their position, on these left-wing policies, whether it's abortion, open border, uh, gun laws, whatever it is. They have all these talking points, but the minute you dig down one layer with them and you start asking them real questions, they don't know where to go.
1: They don't have an answer. They just argue or they call you names but voting on ab- abortion voting because you agree with abortion is ridiculous. You should be voting on what that person is going to do for you and the country. <laughs> it's like president look at the moron we got now. He has no idea what's going on. He's actually going to start World War 3 that guy. He's really going to start it. <laughs> He's going to start it. I know. He's really just going to get us into a war. Well, and, and it's just amazing that these people still Support I mean, I know his ratings like thirty percent, but there's still thirty percent of morons who think he's doing a good job.
0: And they, they really are morons. It's sad to say because we know some of these people and, and otherwise they're not necessarily bad people. They're just maybe they're
1: just afraid to come out and say I was wrong. Yeah. Because I don't think liberals can actually say that they're wrong.
0: Well that's that's what I mean. That that goes back to that point where, you know, if you're smarter than everybody else, what does it mean? about you if you have to say that you're wrong i mean that could be devastating to their to their character to how they feel about well, themselves you know that in their confidence level and i already think that anybody who follows this stuff like a like some sort of politics like some sort of twisted religion i i already think that they're already not able to decipher truth from fiction no. and you know right from wrong so they're probably—and and I think that's why a lot of those people gravitate toward the Democrats, you know, because they might feel like they're part of the group. They might feel— They're a destructive party. Oh, it's so
1: they hard. really are. And I say that about, like, to me, I'm hoping the midterms do go red, but are they going to do anything?
0: Are the Republicans going to do right.
1: anything? Yeah, I think, I think Republicans are weak. They talk very well, but they end up doing nothing. Well, Democrats, it's like the Democrats are the bite and the Republicans are the bark. So they bark a lot of garbage and don't do anything. Yeah. But the Democrats, what they say they're going to do, they riot, they burn cities down. They did absolutely that. Yeah. But we don't fight back. Right. We need to, the Republican Party needs to change.
0: Well, hopefully, this midterm election will bring us some fighters. I hope so. You know, I mean, we do have a couple: Marjorie Taylor Greene, we have uh, Lauren Boebert. we have some real fighters uh, representing us. Um, Carrie Lake, boy, if she if she gets elected, she'll be she'll be a, a powerhouse. They,
1: they all need to like you know. You got some people saying, "Oh, we're going to impeach Biden and we're going to go after Hunter." We've been hearing that for years. I know. We've been hearing that since Trump got in office. Yeah, and it'll be real. It's like back, 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 back. Do something. I know. Stop! Stop! Talk. Anybody can talk a good game. Do something. I'll be pissed off if they don't. I don't think they're going to do anything, dude. Because I, I'm telling you, there's though. a lot of I talk, really talk now about
0: investigations. If 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 Republicans get take take over the majority, is all this talk about investigations and and all sorts nope. of stuff. It's all a bunch
1: of malarkey. <laughs> it's all a bunch of garbage to get them voted in. And I'm telling you, if they do that, they're going to regret it. Because we as in America, need to stand up to the government. Government mm. needs to be put in their place because yeah. they're not doing anything for right. us. Right,
0: and we've gotten so, people have gotten so soft and lazy that yeah. we let the government grow so big. Yeah. And Democrats actually love that. They, they like the idea of big, powerful government that tells mm-hmm. them what to do. Uh, conservatives are like, I don't think so. I'll make my own choices, my own decisions, and I'll do what mm-hmm. I want in life. That government, that government works for me. It's not the other way around. Well,
1: that's how people are thinking now. I work. They're like, I work for like No. Yeah. That's not how you don't vote them in for you to work for and, them.
0: <laughs> and the, the way you create that mentality of you work for the government is you build the government and build the government. And the more government grows, the more employees the government needs. So people will go to work for the government. Mm-hmm. So they will literally work for the government. Right. In their job, the job that they need for day to day, every for their for their paycheck, so it it helps build that mentality of a huge chunk of people that, well, I do work for the government. They'll say, you know, because they actually do. Mm -hmm. But they take it literally. They take it literally how it is, right?
1: And in reality, that government works for for me, right? Because if you have an issue and you're say like. I, you have an issue in Saratoga County. You go to Elise Stefanik and you tell her, listen, I'm having an issue here. You need to help me out with this. That's her job. That's what she got elected for is to help you, if you're having an issue with something, help you with it.
0: Well, she's at least supposed to represent you right? Somehow. When, she, when she goes to Congress and puts places her votes. Like, <laughs>
1: it's so commercial with Chuck Schumer and his old hag talking about her prescriptions, how he got them lowered. <laughs> really? Is that all you care about? And he's like... I approve this ad. Wow. Yeah, big big deal. Because that's the big problem, cause you can't get your pills? How about we're on the brink of World War Three, lady, and that's the guy Chuck Schumer's a dirtbag. Oh god. See, how long has that how long has that fossil been in office? Fifty years? He's a <laughs> He's awful. And you can't get him out of there. There nobody can beat this fossil.
0: Because New York is so corrupt. See, this, this is another thing. So you, you make me think now about the Hochul-Zeldin um, election, and um, Zeldin's got a pretty good chance from what I hear. He's rising up in the polls
1: every week. He's only two points behind him Yeah, right.
0: every week he's getting closer and closer. Right. We only have, what, four weeks to go or three weeks to go or whatever? So um, he's he's rising up. I'm just afraid that, that they've got a big cheating sp- uh, plan –
1: I don't know. People are gonna fall for that again because 'cause that'd be a bad move for New York State if they try to cheat. Uh he, he he Do you think Hochul he, really cares? I don't know. I don't I don't think it'll work out for her. I don't think it will. If they cheat, New York City becomes more more and more and more of a crime ridden hole. I don't know. I think I think things will bust loose. I think people would be like that that's it.
0: I mean if it had, I would have thought they would have busted loose
1: by now. But it's like <laughs> Her taking pictures in a in a. Did you see that? Did you see that picture in the subway? The super clean, brand new subway. Yeah. That none of the cars look right. like in New York City. They're all graffitied and rotten and disgusting. Who's falling for that?
0: <laughs> they are the Democrat. Democrat <laughs> voters fall for that if
1: stuff. You think a subway in New York City
0: looks like that? You have definitely been smoking the reaper. You can you can take New York City. Democrats who are otherwise good people—I mean, a lot of good people in New York City. In New York City, you can let them, make them step over bums, syringes, crap, and all sorts of whatever in the streets to get to their apartment, to get to their job, to get to the uh, the local store. Um, You can make them go literally go through this, and
1: they'll still vote for you.
0: and, And and but just tell them that crime is down and New York city is improving. Just yeah. tell them yep. and they'll, and they will latch on to that narrative rather than, uh, pay any attention to what they actually see with their eyes and experience in their and own every life.
1: Every ad that Hochul puts out is negative against Selvin. It's like, yeah. where's your positive ad? Oh, I'm sorry. The one with Buffalo, where you use the people to tell them that you really care about them. Yeah. from getting shot. Really? I mean, naiveness is
0: ridiculous right now. And another thing is with respect to the gun law that she, the Concealed Carry Improvement Act that she tried putting over top of the Bruin case, you know, even if you're anti-gun, you have to recognize that what she did there was wrong and it got defeated. So you have to recognize that what she's trying to do is, is wrong and unconstitutional. And she's really just using force. Yeah. Um, and so, even if you're a Democrat, you have to look at that and you have to say, geez, you know, that it's just, I, I recognize it's wrong, but, but you know what they'll say is this, they'll say, well, but my team's winning. You know? Well, it's like <laughs> in
1: Buffalo, you're not allowed to carry concealed carry in Buffalo City. Now, if somebody in that store had a concealed carry, well, this gun, law changed that. But I'm saying, if even at that point, I don't think you're allowed to carry in Buffalo up until that point, up until, up until that point. Yeah. So, No one in that store had any chance because they weren't allowed to carry and conceal. Now, now see, even if two or three people in that store had a weapon on them, none of that would have happened. I know. Because once you return fire on somebody, they're going to stop what
0: they're doing. But they don't want you to defend yourself. That's the that's the And that's disgusting
1: that these people are, like the woman in the the commercial sitting next to her, oh, she really cares about me. No, she don't. Stupid. She doesn't care about you. And you know what?
0: She's using you. It took the National Organization, Gun Owners of America, to step in and help us here in New York. Yeah. I mean, I don't think, I don't know if New York gun owners recognize what they, what they actually did, because um, I don't know that we had, well, we may have had other, other groups going for an injunction. We do have other groups going to kill, trying to kill the law, her, her Concealed Carry Improvement Act, but I don't know how many groups we had coming in to try to get an injunction or a restraining order. So yeah, we have to give... Gun Owners of America, massive credit for that. They came in. They're a national organization. They came into New York and focused on New York to help New York gun owners, and that that's commendable.
1: Yeah. But Democrats need to wake up and see what's going on. I would hope that Democrat voters would see that. I'm hoping New York wakes up
0: on the 8th of November because if they don't, we're in big trouble. It's, it's a heavy lift. To get Zeldin in, it's really still a heavy lift just because of the sheer numbers of, and, and the and the way they cheat.
1: They're running on this, and they're all running abortion ads. They don't even know his stance on it, and that's another problem with him is he needs to come out. On his stance and and talk to people about what his stance is. Uh, well, I've if heard you're him. not talking about it, then
0: people aren't going to vote for he's you. He's done. He's been going in New York. I saw one but of his they speeches. They think
1: you're not for abortion for women who have issues and rape and incest or whatever. So he should come out and he say something to more to talk on about that. It. Yeah. Because if you're being silent on it, you're not going to get elected. You're not going to get elected. Those, these <clears> idiots in this state, that's all they care about, is you know, getting abortions because that's the most important thing in their life. Really.
0: And they don't pay they don't pay any attention to the economy. They don't they don't no, it's care personal about the gas reasons. prices. Everything
1: they vote on is a personal reason.
0: Oh, well, I'm not allowed to have an abortion.
1: Well, here's an idea. How about you, you know how about you keep your how about you legs, legs closed right. or use protection or use birth control.
0: Or put it up for adoption, worst case scenario. But adoption
1: but uh, abortion is not birth control. And that's my stance on it. They People call it
0: sick woman's health care.
1: No, it's my body, my choice garbage. <laughs> That's not, that's ridiculous. What,
0: how do you qualify killing an unborn baby as health care? It's not. Well, I, that's what they call it. What, how is that health care? I don't know. It's Any, murder.
1: Anybody that supports abortion is just, I don't know. My stance on it is the whole thing is if, you know, if you're having an issue and you have to abort the baby because your life or death or you were raped or you're incest. Right. I'm fine with all those, but if you're just going out and booging it up at night, getting getting knocked up, and then going down to the to, to the Planned Parenthood and saying, oh, you know, I don't need this baby; just get it out of me," really, right? And I had an argument with someone over this, and they're all, they all got really mad at me about it because of my stance wasn't that well. A woman should be able to have an abortion all she wants. No,
0: that's not how no, it works. You don't have the right to to kill another human being. I mean, like like with you, you talk about the. Um... You talk about incest and you talk about rape and, and the life of the mother and I, I, I would tend to lean toward with you on that um, for a very limited short period, short window, um, just like a few weeks. I, I would say you know before that baby starts you know developing at all, if it was one of those situations, I might con- you know I might go along with something like that and consider it. but um, for the, for the most part, I am like totally against it. There's no reason to be killing a human being out of inconvenience because you don't want it. Yeah,
1: yeah. That's, to me that's just
0: that's just sick. You're,
1: I mean, there's a woman <clears throat> that was bragging about having 25.
0: Yeah, why 25. would you brag? Five. What has to go? What has to happen in your brain for you to think that that's something to be proud of? What what hap- Well, what's going on in their minds? Because bragging that you're killing. That baby is defenseless. What are you proud of? What, she bragged about it. She could,
1: she could not brag about it more. And I'm like, you are a sick individual. I mean, you killed 25 babies. Think about how mental <clears> you are. Yeah. She goes, well, I, I didn't. She's like, I, I could and I, I could and that's why I did. I'm like,
0: oh. You know what it might be? I'm just thinking about this. If they're that proud and they're that confident about doing that, it might be some sort of false sense of power you know, like like, a woman's power or something. I don't know, self-esteem or something that they might get that sense of, I can make that decision. I will do that. That's my right. I can do it and I will do it. So Mm -hmm. maybe it's empowering at some twisted level. Uh, But when you really look at it, you're you're ending the life of a baby. That baby could grow up and do some great things in the world. Um, Not only that, it's your baby. It's your kid just common sense if you just can't that. afford the kids
1: or you don't want kids then protect yourself. And accidents th- happen obviously but you know what if you're having 25 abortions th- the accidents are over.
0: And I think even when I was younger I would have probably been okay with it more when I was in my maybe in my 20s or whatever but because you don't think when you're young like that you don't really have that value for life as you start to get older you start to realize that you know life is short and we're gonna die, and you know it's life becomes more valuable to you, especially after you have a kid of your own, and you and you see that kid grow up, and and how how could you go back? How could you do it? I don't know. I think I think a lot of it changes with age, and the, the disturbing part is when you get these old liberal, progressive, Marxist lunatics out there with their signs mm-hmm. about killing babies, yeah then there's something seriously wrong that to me looks like a mental deficiency of some sort yeah the whole you know my body my choice what really <laughs> i i know i know it doesn't it doesn't make any sense i want to move on to this story <clears throat> um you know florida is going to be dealing with the with the hurricane with the results of the hurricane the effects of the hurricane forever for a long time anyway and so biden um, goes down there to talk to Ron DeSantis. And if I was Ron DeSantis, I would have had a few other words for him. But Ron DeSantis was very, very polite and very respectful. You
1: just remember, nobody Fs with a Biden.
0: Yeah, and that's not even the thing I was going to talk about. Yeah. Oh, but you got to talk about <coughs> that. Who I know. he says that? We don't have
1: that video clip, but, but, mm. but go ahead. Go ahead. What, what happened there? Would I, I guess he was talking to the only liberal in Florida. Guys talking to him. Yeah, you know, we got to do this. And then he said something, something about climate. And, and Biden's like, Yeah. Well, nobody f's with the Biden. He thinks he's a mobster. Or I don't know who he thinks he is. I mean, maybe he bumped <laughs> his head that morning drinking his, co- his cookies and milk, and he, he, he thought he was
0: one of the um you know well, mafia bosses. He's got this. I think he's got little man syndrome. You know, this is where you. Some sometimes you guys are really small but in who stature. Who talks like that? And what they president
1: think, <laughs> talks like that to another person?
0: I well, I think he he thinks he's a tough guy, or he wants to be. He wants to look like a tough guy. That's little man syndrome. That's when you know you're small we and you smack
1: can't. the soul out of Joe Biden.
0: Well, so so he goes and he says, you know, nobody f's with just like his story with corn pop. You know, corn pop was a bad bad dude and all this stuff. And I'll wrap a chain around your neck and. <laughs> I mean, I, I still can't believe that there are actually people in this country who take Joe Biden seriously. There are. <laughs> like that moron that was sitting there talking to him. <laughs> Literally the only liberal that didn't get
1: sucked up by the hurricane oh <laughs> was God. talking to Joe.
0: <clears throat> so what does this clown show Biden do when he goes down there? He's talking to the press, and he says... The biggest thing Ron DeSantis did when Hurricane uh, uh, Ian hit was to acknowledge global warming. (laughs) So he takes this tragedy. People lost their homes. Turns it into his political agenda. So on Wednesday, President Joe Biden and Florida Governor Ron DeSantis toured neighborhoods together in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. Biden began talking about global warming right away. He said... I think the, I think the one thing this has finally ended is the discussion about whether or not there's climate change, and we should do something about it. Um, after the speech, Biden spoke to reporters about his visit and brought up global warming again. He said, first of all, the biggest thing the governor's done, so many others have done, is recognize this thing called global warming." He said, "The world is changing." Now, seriously, when we take when we take this situation, you got to remember. People have died, House, their houses wiped off the planet, wiped, wiped away. They're, they're not there anymore. He doesn't care. Businesses shut down, everything's flooded. He does not he care. He doesn't give a damn about those people. He's there to push his agenda, and it's absolutely sickening. And if these liberals who support him think that that's okay, they, they should be deported as far as I'm concerned.
1: Yeah, it was uh, pretty disgusting what he did. Liberals, let's, can we deport liberals? No. Can we can we catapult them over Trump's wall? I had a great idea. You know, we should split the United States down the center. Liberals, conservatives. You run your city the way you want, we'll run our side of the country the way you want. Don't come over that wall. We won't come over your wall. You have a good time. Yeah. Two separate presidents, whatever. See how different things are. I can guarantee you look over that wall, it's gonna be a war zone. And over here it'd be nice grass, green lawns, white fences, normal stuff. Nobody's happy. Nobody's happy. (laughs) The wall is 70 feet high. <laughs> Nobody can come over and play on your land.
0: Well, let's take a short break and we can get back to this. we got a ton of other stuff I want to get to. So we'll take a short break. We'll be right back.
1: Channels of live stream content and video on demand movies.
0: Family-friendly shows to classic and blockbuster movies. Subscribe today and get so much for so little. Stream in harmony. On Simul TV. The media and politicians create terms like gun violence and ghost gun and assault weapon to change the narrative around guns in America. The entire anti-gun fear campaign is built on the reactive emotions of people who don't know any better. And the media seeks their support for gun restrictions. In Good Gun, Bad Guy, I give you the -the behind-the-scenes look into the mind of the anti-gun radical because before we can defeat them, we need to understand their tactics. Good Gun Bad Guy 2 exposes the media strategies used to create a perpetual state of irrational gun fear and hatred toward gun owners. Good Gun Bad Guy 3 reveals the political motives behind the gun grab, why the left wants an unarmed population, and what we can do to thwart their efforts. The anti-Second Amendment radicals started this evil game. Good Gun, Bad Guy is the rule book they hoped you would never see. Go to GoodGunBadGuy.com to get your copy or purchase the entire series. By now you've heard me talk about MyPillow and how it literally changed my life. They won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want and they maintain their shape. They're made in the USA and for a limited time, Mike is offering his premium MyPillows for his lowest price ever. You can get a queen-size premium MyPillow for just $29.98, regularly $69.98. It's a $40 savings and kings are only $5 more. So go to MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Square and use the promo code RAM, like RAM. You'll also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream Sheets, the MyPillow Mattress Topper, uh, MyPillow Towel Sets. You can also call 800-867-0416. That's 800-867-0416. But don't forget to use that promo code RAM. so you know before break we're talking about splitting the country and liberals on one side conservatives on the other side and what it would be like you know first of all they would be robbing each they would be robbing each other and killing each other oh, yeah. because they don't know how to function in yeah. society
1: like it would be like uh, gangs of new
0: york like the yeah.
1: exactly what it would be escape from new york and
0: they wouldn't be able to protect themselves because they no. don't like guns so they'd have no no
1: right. guns over beating there. themselves with fence posts and <laughs> spare
0: tires Steel. and Eating their dogs because they can't hunt and they don't yeah. have any any concept of where food comes from. But
1: that's why the United States should be separated. Just guess
0: hey, I think I would love it. it. It's not practical, you, you but, do, but,
1: but there you go. Yeah. this side of the state? Which one do you want to side? Which side do you want? Right,
0: whatever you want. Right, take it. You want, the, you you want, want the, to <laughs> you want to
1: split it this way or <laughs> you want to split it this way? Yeah, whatever you want to do.
0: Whatever you want, because whatever side
1: we had, we would make it work. Green pastures, nice. Yeah. You know, everything would be nice and you know.
0: No crime. Everybody have a gun. There'd Be nothing going on. They would be, they would be. Uh, there would be all sorts of pedophilia going on. See they'd be
1: smoke coming over the thing because they're burning
0: cities down. They'd be <laughs> raping their own children. Yeah, and it's crazy. They're sickos. They're I really, on. if the policies they support w- would be any indication of how they would actually live if they were l- oh, alone, yeah. Yeah. it would be a disaster. It would. The 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 perverted be like behavior. Like a 7
1: reality show. If you put cameras on the wall.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah literally yeah and let let all the so we could take like let's say the split it split the country down the middle take the west half so all the illegals could go up into their side of the of the country and they could but over on the republican side or the conservative side we we wouldn't we, we'd have a wall down the middle of the country yeah, yeah. yeah keep the liberals out shut them up but um so so this conversation leads into how, what's going to happen in the midterms, you know, because obviously that's not going to happen. This is all just stuff we're, we're talking about that would never happen. No. Uh, it's not practical. Uh, but we can still win elections if we work hard at it. So um, these midterms are coming up, and I hate to be over, uh, overly optimistic because I don't want to pretend that, you know, oh, it's going to be great, it's going to be a red wave and all this stuff. But <clears throat> I do have a couple pieces of information um, that we can talk about, um, and I want to talk about Republicans holding a near historic lead on key midterm uh, indicator. Uh, sometimes this is CNN. This is by CNN too. This is what's really interesting with this. Um, even CNN uh, is saying that this 11 point Republican edge is one of the best they have ever had. And notice how it. it I was reading this article early and it, it's the way it's written is it's from their side. You know, they're, they're weird. You know, when they talk about Republicans, it's them, it's those people, it's the, yeah, it's those, the Republicans, them, this, right. us. And right. Yeah. So they're saying 11 point edge is one of the best they have ever had looking at 20 midterm elections since 1946. When this question was asked only once has the Republican party had a larger advantage on this question. Uh, it was in 1946. Uh, It says here Republicans had a net gain of 55 House seats in the 1946 election. And while the correlation is far from perfect uh, between House seats won by Republican Party and how they stood against the Democrats on the most important issue in question, it's very much existent. So they're saying that it is very much um, possible that the Republicans really take over the the House and Senate. So I want to go to... um, show you how well their uh, Republicans are doing. Can you switch that over, Danny? So, so here we have a, a list of polls. Now, there are many polls. I mean, you, if you look, you can see there's the, uh, near the top is the Rasmussen poll, which you hear a lot about, uh, the Monmouth poll, Politico, um, on and on down, down the line. There's a whole bunch of different polls, ABC polls. So the, uh, there's a Fox poll, New York Times. So there's a lot of polls done by, you know, both, um, you know, conservative. Mostly these are mostly liberal polls, of course, liberal leaning. But um, you can see if I if I go to like this one here, the uh, Trafalgar Group, you can see that. Republicans have a 51% um, over 46%. And when you look through all the polls that are being, that are being done right now, Republicans are leading in 20 of them. Uh, Democrats are leading in 16, and four of them are tied. So we definitely have a lead. So take that into consideration um when let's see here let me find another one here that's really high seems to be higher than most that was that was this one this even this abc news 51% to democrats 46% so when you see something like this coming from abc you you have to know that it's it's already tilted for democrats Mm-hmm. So if they're saying that we have, that Republicans have a fifty one percent lead, I would imagine it could be even higher.
1: Oh, it's higher. You can't believe anything they say. Can't, it's probably more than more like fifty eight percent. They're 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 gonna skew them to keep their voters thinking they still have a chance. Yeah, they're not gonna tell you the truth. Right. That's, that's just it's a game.
0: Right. Right. And then of course, look, let's let's be fair. Can you put that screen back up? Like right here is a Harvard, uh, Harvard Harris. I'm assuming that's, well, I'm not exactly sure, but that looks like um, they're favoring the Democrats, 51 over 49. Uh, but like I said, the the majority of these, some of them are tied here, like this Politico has got them tied. But the majority uh, is Republicans, showing Republicans in the lead. So that's, that's good news. Yep. Yeah, that's good news. Okay, so we're so we're done with that. So that's cool. Um, Let me see where where we're going here. Um, Okay, I wanted to go back, and and I I forgot to show the clip of Joe Biden. Are we still able to show that clip of Joe Biden? So this was a this was what he said. During his speech, um, when Florida was in turmoil, you know, and so this is, this is his little, his little uh, climate change uh, speech here. Let's hear that. You know, more, uh, more fires have burned in the west and the southwest, burned everything right to the ground than in the entire state of New Jersey. Watch the, DeSantis. The, as much room as that takes up. And the reservoirs out west are, are, are down to almost zero. We're in a situation where the Colorado River looks more like a stream. There's a lot going on. And I think the one thing this has finally ended is a discussion about whether or not there's climate change and we should do something about it. The one thing this has finally ended is a discussion about whether or not there's climate change and we should do something about it. But folks, I also want to uh, — Jill and I have had you all in our prayers, and I mean that's that sincerely. And he uh, can't believe that you would say something like that at such a time—a tragedy.
1: I would have smacked his face off. Well,
0: you know there. what I would have said. I would have said. I would have, if I was to stand. I was to grab the mic. I would have said, "Look, we have a tragedy here. People have died. Homes are gone. I will not make this political." Um, and I would have said to Joe Biden, "I would have said, I am disappointed that you turned this into a political." Uh, sure agenda we, piece. And
1: go back to your go back to the White House. No,
0: I would say go back to this microphone and tell the people that you're actually support them. He doesn't. But I think it would be such a great way to put stupid Joe
1: back in, in yeah, his place. Santos wouldn't do that. I know, because he's too nice. He's too nice, I would have did it. I would I would have I would have smacked him like they did to that kid when he got out of the car <laughs> and he was walking outside of the car and the guy just comes up and just smacks his face off. That's what I would have did. <laughs> Get this clown out of here. Yeah. How are you going to come here and talk about political garbage that doesn't exist when, like, two or three hundred people have lost their lives and their houses are gone? Really? What is wrong with you, you demented little turd? And nobody batted an eye. I know. Now, if Donald Trump ever went to a disaster area and started talking about climate change, you would never hear the end of it. And that's the difference between conservatives and liberal psychos.
0: I know. It's, you it's, know it's true. It's, no, I know. There has
1: nothing been said about what Joe spewed at that thing. Nothing.
0: It's disturbing. I don't even know what to say. I mean, he, he should have been – they should have brought in the hook and yeah. pulled him off a of camera.
1: He doesn't even know where he is half the time. I know. He's talking to himself, he's wandering
0: around like a lost kid. But what are Democrats vote what are Democrat voters saying when they thinking when they see this stuff?
1: They probably say what were we thinking when we voted for that moron but we can't turn back now
0: because I don't want to be a liar. Uh, good point. You nailed it. Yeah, I think you nailed it. <clears throat> so we've got other things to talk about here too instead of stupid Joe, but we got the Alec Baldwin case situation has come up again another ridiculous
1: the, thing because if me and you would have shot somebody we would have already been serving meals oh in yeah. prison.
0: oh yeah we would have been and this is what i'm flights. talking
1: about with the difference between celebrities and normal people because if me if i shot you in a movie set that's some we like say we were making a movie set and i shot you accidentally i would have already been in prison convicted and had my orange jumpsuit on but this dirtbag is walking around. That has been two years. How I mean, how
0: long has it been? So I think it's two. I think it's two years. Yeah. Two uh, years fatal, ago. fatal incident October twenty one. So Almost so no a year. A year. Oh, yeah. yep. He's still walking free. Yeah. Well, in this article in the Washington Post, this is an article written by Travis Andrews, uh, and he says the family of Halna Hutchins, the cinema, cinematographer, uh, fatally shot on the Rust film set. So she was fatally shot. She wasn't shot. It doesn't say that she was shot by, by him, by, by Baldwin, but she was, the, the actress that was fatally shot, the cinematographer that was fatally shot, uh, when a gun held by Alec Baldwin discharged a live round. So the gun discharged a live round. That's hey, what he's saying. Hey, Hey, keep
1: your eye on your gun over there because you know what? Yeah. That, that, that he might do something really bad.
0: He says it again in this article. So this, this, this person, Travis Andrews, who's writing this article, is definitely trying to put the blame on the gun and not on uh, the, the fool, Alec Baldwin, who, who committed the murder. Um, the homicide, I should say. Um, so he, he goes on to say, while blocking a scene on the New Mexico set, in October 21, the prop revolver Baldwin was holding fired. Can you believe he writes like this? It killing fired. Killing Hutchins and injuring director Joel Souza. It's unclear why a live bullet was in the gun. So he, so he reiterates the idea that it wasn't Baldwin's fault. Let me read that again. This is, this is written by Travis Andrews for the Washington Post- while blocking a scene on the New Mexico set in October 21, the prop, the prop revolver Baldwin was holding, fired, killing Hutchins and injuring director Jules Souza. It's unclear why a live bolt was in the gun. So he says the gun, bald, the revolver Baldwin was holding, fired. Not Baldwin fired the the gun. Okay, right,
1: So let's look at this a different way Why was Baldwin pointing the gun At the director anyway
0: Yeah I, I don't
1: How about we work on that <laughs> Well That's like me taking My gun out Not knowing if it's loaded With right. a, a real round And pointing it at you Who's not on a movie You're right. not in the movie We're not on a movie scene We're not doing anything for the movie I'm just pointing the gun at you Because I'm a moron and then the gun just decided to shoot itself. Yeah, yeah. That guy should never write for the Washington Post again. Well,
0: I think he should. He should put his his personal opinion and his bias aside. If you're writing a, a news article, I don't know. Maybe this is an op-ed. I don't know what what it is, but but at least. Let's recognize it was Baldwin. Right at the way it's supposed to be Who written. pulled the trigger. His his Baldwin's <laughs> finger, which was controlled by Baldwin's brain. Which isn't very big. <laughs> that might be true. Pulled the trigger of the gun. I mean, let's... I believe it was an accident. I believe he didn't want to do it. I, I don't believe he had an intent to kill th- this person. But let's at least be honest, and, and let's take the responsibility of this homicide off the gun yeah because an object they, it's an right. object they love to put it on the object right because that's what they want but that's banned. the
1: only object that kills people cuz
0: if if we get in a, if we kill somebody
1: in a dwy right. vehicle or homicide yeah. guess who's guess who they blame the driver Yeah. do we blame the car right. no do i blame mcdonald's that i'm fat do i blame the fork that keeps going in my mouth well, it's not the fork's fault I know. i'm doing it but anytime a gun is involved the gun did it. I know. Well that's Isn't like that say,
0: odd. That's like saying the car, you know, rolled over top of of the person and yeah. killed them. Yeah. Not the a-hole driving the car right. killed the person with the car. It's yeah. Yeah. like an obese person saying the fork made me fat. Yeah. yeah Take the, my fork away. The, How about,
1: now the spoon did it.
0: The fork that the fork that continued to feed me. All this food made me fat. Made me fat. How dare that
1: mother forker.
0: So, so again, this is uh Travis Andrews from the Washington Post. Man, Travis, you got to do a better job here, pal. Yeah, because you suck. He
1: literally blamed the gun the whole
0: time. Yeah, yeah, he blamed the gun.
1: No one ever got no one ever blamed Baldwin whatsoever,
0: right. Right, he doesn't put the blame on Baldwin. And then um, they're talking about details of the settlement remain confidential by court order. According to the statement, filming will resume in January with Matthew Hutchins, the late cinematographer's husband, executive producing. So the woman who got killed, the woman who got killed by Baldwin, her husband is going to be the executive producer. And he says... This is the husband now of the cinematographer who was killed by Baldwin. He says, I have no interest in engaging in uh, recriminations or attribution of blame uh, to the producers or Mr. Baldwin, Hutchins said in a statement. All of us believe Halna's death was a terrible accident. I'm grateful that the producers and the entertainment community have come together to pay tribute to Halna's final work. Okay. I believe it was an accident, but I think what's happening here, you've got the, the, media, the, the movie world here, the producers and all these people involved trying to cover for Baldwin, and you've got this clown, uh, Travis Andrews, jumping right in, writing this article, uh-huh. trying to take the blame off Baldwin and put it on the gun, and this is, this is what we gun owners talk about all the time. It's, it's not gun violence, it's human violence. Right. And,
1: and That gun can only be fired if a trigger is pulled by hand right I mean <laughs> it's just it's how it works, and it's I don't know if that was me or you, we would have already be in prison, and that's the difference between fantasy world and real world,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely. it's just you know they need to uh i just I just wish they were fair i I wish the media left wing media writers and and people were fair.
1: Never gonna happen.
0: So we have a, a a success in Philadelphia. So let me read this. This is uh, from the Philadelphia Inquirer. Uh, who was this written by? This was written by Robert uh, Moran, and the heading is: Judge bars Philadelphia from enforcing Mayor Jim Ken- Kenny's ban on guns at rec centers and playgrounds. So uh, another left wing. Guy, I'm assuming he's left winger, but uh I I suppose I could be wrong. He um Danny, can we look up Mayor Jim Kenny? K E N N E Y Jim Kenny from Philadelphia and see uh what political party not that it really matters, but I'm gonna assume he's a Democrat. <laughs> well, you should have thought of that. Come on, man. What are you giving this guy too much? I wanted to be fair. No. I, right. No. <laughs> the lawsuit cited in Pennsylvania State law that prohibits uh, the any city or county from passing gun control measures stricter than state gun laws. Uh, Philadelphia Common, uh, Common Pleas Court uh, judge on Monday blocked the city from enforcing an executive order by Mayor Jim Kenney signed last week banning guns at recreation centers and playgrounds following the fatal shooting of a Parks and Recreation employee last month. So maybe if the person was able to protect themselves, they wouldn't have been shot and killed. So what, the, what does this guy do? He wants to put a further ban, an executive order now. Nobody gets to vote for this. It's his choice now, because he's mayor almighty, that he is going to determine no more guns in park. You know, this, this is what really pisses it's me like off. It's like a
1: gun-free zone. It doesn't even make any sense. <sighs>
0: they don't work. Well, not only that, but who the hell gives this guy the right to take away the rights of people that's that he represents?
1: That's how they, right. they're that crazy.
0: Well, here's
1: the good Just news. Because a guy who cuts the long guy shot in the park, now we're going gonna to shut the parks down? Yeah. <laughs> really? All right, that's it. Guy got killed in the ice rink. There's no more skating with the guns.
0: <laughs> that's like somebody gets hurt with a snowblower. So, you know, now <laughs> everybody's take got a shovel. The, you got to take the
1: blades out and put a <laughs> shovel up front.
0: <laughs> you got
1: to shovel it into the funnel if we can't use the blades anymore. Really? That, that's where we're going.
0: <laughs> so, uh, again, Gun Owners of America comes to the rescue. It says, the Gun Owners of America, they called them the Gun Owners of America in this article, on behalf of several state residents, filed a lawsuit last Tuesday the day Kenny signed his order. After hearing arguments Friday, Judge Joshua Roberts issued his ruling, siding with the plaintiffs and ordering, the, ordering Philadelphia to be permanently enjoined from enforcing Kenny's ban. So they didn't let him get away with it. We have, we're have, we having some wins. I, I know it might not feel that way, but we have some Second Amendment wins here, and they're starting to pile up. This is good news. Uh, the lawsuit cited Pennsylvania state law that prohibits any city or county from passing gun control measures. The preemption law, which the city has reportedly sought to overturn, bans local government from passing gun control measures that are stricter than the state gun laws, so in other words, the state has certain gun laws it this judge said the small the the smaller uh, jurisdictions or mayor uh, cities and whatever towns cannot enforce gun laws that are stricter than the state so that's that's a win that's a win for us um, but so I think we're gonna have more wins too. I don't know about you, but the way I look at what happened with Bruin with this historical tradition piece, it's so important. He said that any basically any current or future gun laws have to meet historical tradition. That means if you didn't have it in our historical times or back colonial days, you know, when when our country was founded, if if the if the situation didn't exist back then you can't create a situation now as an excuse to push more gun restrictions so
1: yeah that's what the democrats are doing making up just fun stuff yeah i like, oh, take this away because i can because I, I think i'm superpower here it's like that's not how it works not how it works
0: <laughs> nope you can't you can't do that um supreme court said so we are uh We are looking like we're in pretty good, good shape. I think what's going to happen now is you're going to start to see a lot more of these, uh, lawsuits come up. Gun owners of America is killing it right now. And, um, you know, other, other groups are killing it too. Second amendment foundation, fire policy coalition. Um, there are some national gun rights organizations that are doing a great job. I happen to have a preference to GOA and, and second amendment foundation and, um, NRA, I don't know what they're doing right now. I haven't seen a lot from NRA. But uh, so I think we're in good shape. I'd like to start seeing some of these other federal gun laws get shot down as and using historical tradition as precedents. So in other words, no, you can't limit magazine capacity um, because just because there's a, there was a, a killing, you know, it didn't happen back then. You didn't have that situation back then. You didn't, you, it was, you're making up reasons. You're making up excuses to push for gun laws.
1: Mm-hmm. But they just love, they love doing it. Yeah. Just to interrupt, you know, whatever they want. it just stall it a little more. It's just what they did. Yep. Hers didn't last long on Fort, thankfully, you know, her, 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 her ridiculousness <clears throat> didn't last more than a month. So. You know, and she got shut down. That smacked her across her rat face. That's good. Yeah, she needs a little smack around the face. You don't like her? No, at all. Not at all. She's a tyrant.
0: Not a big Kathy Hochul fan.
1: No, she's a tyrant. She's she's a commie, and if people can't see what she is, then I guess you got yeah. You might want to go recheck yourself. That so that woman don't care about anybody or
0: anything. So is it safe to say that you wouldn't be taking her out on a date?
1: No, I take her out and throw her in a sewer, <laughs> where she belongs in a <laughs> landfill.
0: In land. oh my god uh, i'm awful that's awful well yeah. she's she's awful i mean I, awful. I don't wish her harm we don't wish her harm just to be clear we don't wish her harm yeah, we're just joking on we're her. just joking around but she's um correct. she needs to get out of office we she need does. to get rid of she's her. she's not again.
1: elected she should never be elected and she just goes somewhere yeah just disappear shouldn't she be in prison though for taking money or something
0: <laughs> yeah, well, didn't...
1: I mean, didn't she just get $351 billion for some football stadium that her yeah. family's involved in? I mean, isn't yeah. that quid pro quo? What we got her, going on here?
0: Yeah, I guess her husband is uh, has, stands to make a lot of money from right. concessions. Uh, okay, the, isn't yeah. that illegal?
1: Yeah. I mean... <laughs> maybe it's not illegal because she's not an elected official.
0: Yeah. She's, she's actually not elected. She was never elected. That's Nobody what I'm ever voted saying so, but
1: why is that not being investigated? What, what are we doing here? Yeah.
0: Well, because, because the Albany legislature is, is all Democrats. Just, yeah. More dirt bags. Yeah. yeah.
1: All right. I see
0: how it is. That's the way it goes. So, um, that's it. We're out of time. Thanks so much for watching. And, um, you can find us on YouTube. Find us on Rumble, and uh, we're also on Simul TV and Right America Media. You can also catch the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. Um, And just, uh, just remember, the Second Amendment is not a privilege. It's your right, and we'll see you next time.